year with Volleyball Explained Olympic Special, day five of Tokyo 2020. Uh, and uh, today the usual suspects are here. Uh, Nicola will be co-hosting today. Uh, grazie mille for co-hosting, Nicola. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, in day five, a men's day, uh, you are very happy with uh, the win of Italy over the, the host of Japan uh, with 3-1. The other results from today, uh, pretty much uh, surprise. I, I wouldn't say surprise in terms of the winner, but surprise in terms of the result and of the of the uh, what uh, both teams, uh, perf- how bo- both teams performed on the court. Russia beat uh, Brazil 3-0 uh, very convincingly uh, Argentina beat France 3-2 Canada beat uh, uh, Iran 3-0 uh, another pretty surprising uh, game in terms of what happened in the in the first uh, two matches in the uh, group stage in this group uh, Poland beat Venezuela 3-1 another Small surprise, uh, taking into account the fact that Venezuela took a set. The same uh, in the other group with uh, USA against Tunisia, truly one. A very similar games in, in terms of uh, what happened, uh, favorites against outsiders. Uh, but uh, let's start with uh, the biggest match today in terms of names. It wasn't the longest, it wasn't the most uh, competitive uh, match, but still... Uh, the Russian Olympic Committee, as named in this Olympic Games, beat Brazil 3-0. A great serving and blocking uh, by, by Russia. Great uh, Dmitry Volkov with 19 points. And uh, I would say awful Brazil with all of them. Wallace, Leao and Ricardo Lucarelli with negative uh, efficiency in attack. Exactly, exactly. I think that no one probably would have expected a, a straight set to win from uh, from Russia, and most of it come out from the, I would say probably the best, or at least one of the best performance by Volkov with the with the Russian team, uh, in his still younger uh, young career. He was by far the, the the man of the match. It was, I mean. Uh, Everything it did on uh, on court today uh, was on point: blocking, serving, uh, attacking, uh, even receiving uh, pretty well. And Mikhailov, as usual, was consistent. Kliuka was less served than the two teammates. But as you pointed out, the what meets the eyes is uh, Brazil uh, attacking trio performances. I mean, you could expect a bad day from one. Maybe even two of them, but from three of them at the same time, it would be difficult to to beat uh, any uh, any other team. I mean, only Douglas, who started the, the game on the on the bench, was able to do something in attack, and Bruno has to rely on on Lucas. We look how Lucas Lucas Sadkamp, however you want to call him, yeah. <laughs> that, that is always a valuable option for uh, for him, but. Even if in, when the results was tied or at least uh, one point up uh, Brazil rather than one point up Russia, I never had the feeling that Brazil could have get any of the uh, of the three sets. So uh, as you pointed out, 
they were outplayed in the blocking because uh, it tended uh, six twelve when it comes down to 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 blocks followed them by Volkov and especially there was one uh, against uh, Lucarelli. You know when you got these emotional turning points during uh, during during the game, uh, it made me feel like. Damn, it's probably going to be a hard day for, for Ricardo uh, <laughs> this game against Russia. Yeah, uh, the problem I say is that actually Bruno doesn't have these, let's say, days, but he wasn't convincing in the in the match against Argentina. Actually, Fernando was, the I would say, the better setter in terms of efficiency in that match. And in this match, when all of your uh, at- attackers aren't in their best shape. Uh, I, I think the, um, the Olympic champion with uh, with the US team in the 80s, Paul Sutherland, who was uh, a commentator for FIVB, I believe, uh, some years ago, had that uh, when everything stinks, you take out the setter. And I believe that something is not in order with, with, with the game of Bruno. And when all of your attackers are not playing uh, well enough, I believe that the problem is with the setter, and of course, Renando Zot tries to uh, to move on with uh, with Kreling. But uh, yeah, when you when you play against Russia, and Russia is is in a great shape, uh, they beat Argentina with three points. They beat the US team with two points, and this is not uh, something that uh, that can be uh, just uh, put on sides uh, very easily. And so, yeah, Russia is uh, is doing uh, greatly so far. So I believe that it, it will be very hard for the for their next opponents. Actually, one of their matches is against the ultimate outsiders from Tunisia. So they will they will have a four for sure. And their fifth match is uh, against the team of France. Uh, France is not in their uh, best shape. We are going to talk a little bit later about France. Okay, let's move on to Italy-Japan. Uh, uh, I would just like to say that uh, Simone Gianelli was back, even though there were some informations that he won't be back, uh, but he was. Uh, so uh, I leave you uh, to do the talking, then I will yeah, try to, to add something if needed. Yeah, Italy had to redeem itself from the very poor image they left uh, after the game against Poland in, in match day two. Uh, they actually did it, and they did it in a convincing way um, as a team and rising the, the level in every aspect of the game, uh, especially when it come down to blocking and, and receiving, but also with serving. They didn't score a lot of aces, but they put the reception of Japan uh, uh, under pressure for basically the, the entire game. Um, they, they were dominant in blocks, uh, 13 to, to 5, uh, so they were able to cool to cool down a little bit uh, Nishida and Ishikawa because when the, those two outside <laughs> hitters start to get on a roll, uh, they are pretty, uh, how can I say, an emotional boost to them and they also find a uh, new solution for, uh, for every play, but the uh, Italian block was pretty good at limiting them uh, at least to some difficult plays. Uh, as you said, uh, Giannelli back in the starting lineup surely uh, boosted Italy's level. Uh, Spertoli didn't play bad against Poland, but it's another thing to have your uh, starting setter rather than, uh, than, than the backup. 
uh, especially when it comes down to game uh, management uh, during the during the match. Um, both uh, Zaitsev and Juan Torena uh, find some good rhythm during the game, uh, especially Osmani, uh, which opened the fourth set, uh, scoring the first, I think, five points of Italy and then uh, six of the first eight, something something like that, on, on a role that basically uh, addressed the set since the first, uh, the first few plays. Uh, it could have been a uh, 3 nil if, if you're honest, uh, but uh, the serving streak from the middle blocker um, or, or Nodera uh, with his floating service um, helped Japan overcoming a 19-22 gap in the third set and eventually win it uh, 25 to, to 23. And in that occasion, uh, Micheletto maybe wasn't at his best uh, receiving a float serve. Still, that 19-years-old guy is not suffering at all the fact that he's playing in his first Olympics. And after being probably the best player in the first two games, today rested a little bit or let the veterans shine <laughs> because it's also their time to do uh, something yeah. like that. On the other hand, Japan tried basically everything. Uh, they played both setters. Uh, they start with the, um, uh, the starters. I don't get the name. Um, uh, Sekita. No, Sekita. Sekita, 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 yeah. Sekita. Sekita. And then Fuji came in for the from second and a half set uh, ahead. But against that Italy that was uh, more focused. And basically, the point is that, that in Italy they received a lot of criticism after the game uh, against Poland. And it was a kind of a, an answer to also this of Zaitsev. Uh, define them, those uh, coaches from the coach. Uh, so they they find a way to to get the second win, which in a tight group like uh, the group A has uh, has become. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's pretty good to beat two win and one losses instead of one win and two losses. Yeah, uh, around the New Year's Eve when I. Uh made this uh, study, let's say, or uh, the poll, actually, about the the best setter. And some Japanese fans, uh, yeah, wrote Masahiro Sekita. And yeah, really? Yeah, really Sekita? I'm not sure. By the way, by the way, what, what impressed me in the, in the stats, unfortunately, I wasn't able to to watch a lot of uh, of the matches uh, today, even uh, I, I I just watched uh, partially the Japan Italy and partially Brazil against Russia. But what's uh, not surprised me, but impressed me the most is that actually all of the five attackers of Italy have uh, have more than ten points, so they have double digits. With 22 for Osmani, 18 for Zaitsev, uh, 16 of Micheletto. Micheletto. Uh, uh, I believe he's the, the most efficient uh, player of Italy today, again, in terms of uh, attack. And uh, 11 points, both for Simone Anzani and uh, Gianluca Galassi. So very consistent Italy today, even though they lost uh, this uh, third set a bit surprisingly with uh, losing the grip uh, with this uh, serving series of, of the middle blocker. Uh, yeah, but still, Italy is uh, is keeping on going. So they have also a match against Venezuela, and so it's, uh, with that they will for sure uh, be easily in the uh, in the uh, quarterfinals. Their last match will be against uh, the, the other match left is uh, against the team of Iran. 
Okay, let's go to Argentina, France. Uh, 3-2 tiebreak. Uh, I wouldn't say that big of a surprise, uh, taking into account the fact that uh, the French team is not in their best shape. And uh, I would say that Gapet is, uh, uh, I would say, even fat, uh, or at least overweight for, uh, for what she should be. Uh, and uh, his efficiency in attack was, again, uh, awful. I would say that Cleveno played an unbelievable game, but that wasn't enough. Uh, uh, the other way around, reversely, Argentina is, uh, is playing very good. Uh, they showed that also against the team of Brazil, and uh, the Czechos distribution is, uh, uh, is uh, almost ideal and very even. That helps, I believe, uh, the team of uh, Argentina and their reception as well. Yeah, we could say that Argentina deserves uh, this victory, uh, especially after the performance, even against Russia in the first game when they were able to, to take able to take a set. Uh, but especially as you mentioned, the, the game against uh, against Brazil. Um, th- today they were a little bit helped by the performance of uh, of France, but they they were um, consistent in. Uh, not backing, backing down, let's say, um, and, and, and keep trying to, to play their game. Um, Poglan replacing Palacios from the second set ahead uh, was probably the move that, that helped Argentina overcoming the, the initial struggles and eventually winning the game. What didn't work for France was also one of the, the weapons we pointed out at the beginning when we did our uh, preview on the uh, on the Olympic pools, uh, alternating Brizard and Antonuti, that usually it's uh, it, it's a move that the led France improved today uh, didn't work at least didn't work yeah. so well as probably they they would have expected because uh, Brizard played the first uh, two and a half sets and then Antonuti uh, uh, played the the ensuing t- two and a half sets. For France now, it's going to be tough, actually. To, to <laughs> Very. <this>. Very. <laughs> because they have to face Russia. They already played their jolly against, uh, against Tunisia, the, 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 the easy win, and then they have to play Brazil. Argentina, on the other hand, has, has to play uh, against Tunisia and against the uh, USA. Yeah. So they... They could sneak in. It would be a surprise because I thought that it was a pretty much uh, closed group for the first four. But considering the shape of the teams involved, uh, Argentina actually could qualify for the quarterfinals. Yeah, actually, Argentina can qualify with only two wins if uh, France loses against uh, Russia and uh, Brazil. And of course, Argentina beating Tunisia because I believe that USA will beat Argentina over there. Uh, that's, but yeah, uh, who knows actually. Uh, let's go back to the other group. Uh, Canada against Iran 3-0. That was surprising for me. It was the first match uh, of the day, uh, actually uh, the first match in the night here in uh, Europe. So I wasn't able to uh, uh, to, to watch it, but uh, it's surprising because Iran played uh, uh, great against Poland and Canada wasn't that convincing, especially against uh, Japan where they lost. So 
uh, yeah, the, the, from from the stats, what I what I can what uh, I can say is that uh, Iran just made too many errors with seven per, uh, per set, twenty one altogether, and uh, Canada has got uh, just a better blocking also. So so these two factors uh, factors uh, are contributed to the win. Easy yeah, win. And also, uh, easy and surprising win. Uh, as you said, and also the all-around performance from both Perrin and Og that were consistent basically in, in every uh, fundamental, that mirrors the, 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 the other face of the moon with a, a body pur that couldn't find its rhythm uh, during, uh, during the game. And a 3-0 was uh, totally unexpected. But in this group, if you look at the results we had uh, in the previous uh, two match days, um, it's totally unpredictable. I, I mean, I, I can't really see, uh, if you ask me what, uh, what will be the results of the next two games of this group, yeah. I couldn't, except for the, the games where mm -hmm. Venezuela is involved with other respect to Venezuela, but the gap with the other teams is too, too elevate to... to to, to be even, uh, but any other uh, any other game could could finish either way. So I think that, especially after that result, the wins for Italy and uh, and Poland, I guess Venezuela has a major weight uh, when it comes down to, to to the chances to qualify for the quarterfinals. Yes, with uh, Iran facing uh, Japan and Italy in the last games, they could even go out after beating Poland in the in the first match. That yeah. is that is very uh, I would I wouldn't say very probable, but uh, but uh, but possible option. Uh, so and uh, uh, Canada will face uh, Poland and Venezuela. So they they have one uh, easy match left. So so it's. Uh, it's very probable that that uh, all will go down to the wire, as uh, I believe uh, uh, in the U.S. Uh, people like say it. So uh, uh, okay, uh, let's go to the last two matches. Uh, uh, another one in this group: Poland beat Venezuela, but not three zero, three one. Uh, in this match, uh, Vito Henen started with a little bit of rotation with. Uh, uh, with uh, Kaczmarek instead of Kurek, with Kubiak uh, first match as a starter and Semenyuk, no Leon, uh, in the starting lineup with Kochanowski and uh, Bienek. Uh, and uh, they played very well in the uh, first two sets, actually, uh, like things... Uh, be perceived as normal with uh, 16 and 13 in the first two sets, but then uh, the unimaginable happened and Venezuela not just uh, didn't just want a set, uh, win, uh, didn't to win just a set, but uh, they win it uh, to 18 points. And of course, uh, just uh, some kind of uh, underestimation, I believe. And then of course, uh, things uh, got back to normal and Poland won the, the last one to, to 15. So, yeah, strange strange result here. Pretty much the same happened in uh, the, the US team against Tunisia, but Tunisia won the, uh, the second set. The second. Yeah, th those two results show that 
in the Olympics, even against the, those teams that are supposedly uh, weaker than you, you can't let your attention down. And especially if it has to be down to the wire to the set ratio, <laughs> they may cost you, you something, but I, yeah. I, I don't think so. But still, you have to be focused uh, from the start uh, to the end, especially when you get uh, when when you play every two every two days, and uh, these two sets let uh, let on Venezuela and, and Tunisia will show it. But it, it was more that uh, a relaxing uh, a relaxing time, uh, uh, let's say a relaxing set for Poland and, and the US. Then when when things get back to normal, they they easily took the the set they needed. Okay, uh, let's just mention the the standings so far uh, in Pool A: Poland with seven points, Japan with six, Iran with five, Italy with five, Canada with four, and Venezuela with zero. So pretty much everything can happen. Uh, of course. Uh, the teams of uh, Canada and um, and uh, it- Italy uh, have this advantage they they that they uh, didn't play against Venezuela so they I, I would say that they have one uh, one win more in their pocket so I believe that uh, uh, these two teams are uh, together with Poland will yeah uh, as a prediction, will be in the quarterfinals just uh, uh, because of the fact that they have to play against Venezuela. And uh, it's very probable that that the last uh, uh, place, but not, uh, I'm not saying that they will be fourth, but uh, I would say that uh, between Japan and Iran will be decided who will be the the last, uh, the last team in the, uh, in the quarterfinals. Uh, But probably it's, it's a little bit early for this. And in the other pool, uh, the situation is uh, a bit more uh, different with uh, Russia with nine points, USA six, Brazil five, France four, Argentina three, but with a match against Tunisia and Tunisia with zero points, pretty much the same with the outsider in the group. So Argentina and... uh, the, the Russian, the, the Russian, the Russian team will have uh, uh, to to play uh, against ah, Tunisia. Tunisia. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So this these are the standings. Uh, it, it will be very interesting uh, uh, in the in the next uh, in the next uh, day, especially in the matches uh, uh, between Italy and Iran. I believe, uh, of course, Russia, France. Uh, uh, and uh, Brazil the, uh, in the USA, but also Japan, Poland, because uh, if Japan can make a surprise against the the uh, two times world champion in the uh, last two world championship, then everything can happen uh, in the last uh, in the last uh, round of the group stage. Uh, let's. Uh, say also what will be the uh, matches for tomorrow. Uh, with Italy, Argentina, uh, of course, Women's Day, Italy, Argentina, Korea, Dominican Republic, the second match, then Serbia against Kenya. Uh, one of the derbies of the day, China against Russia, Japan against Brazil, 
And uh, at the end, USA, Turkey, which can be a, a real derby. Okay. Uh, I believe that that was pretty much enough for uh, for today's review of uh, Tokyo 2020 Olympics, the men's tournament. Tomorrow is a female day. A very interesting uh, tournament also there. So, yeah, things... Uh, already started uh, going interesting and more interesting, uh, of course. Okay, thank you for joining as a co-host uh, today. And of course, uh, yeah, uh, I hope that we'll see you also in an, another episode uh, during the, the next week, which will be, of course, uh, even more decisive with uh, quarterfinals, uh, uh, semifinals and the big finals on 7th and uh, 8th of August. Okay, thank you again. Thanks also to the spectators. Subscribe, like, share, like people like to say. I'm not principally of these people, but yeah, let's say it. Uh, and uh, I hope that uh, you're going to do it also the next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.